What is going on, squad? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business without spending any money on ads, a website, or a funnel. I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month over the course of four years. And in the last two and a half years, I've worked with over a thousand online coaches and a hundred of them have hit $10,000 a month. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. What is going on, online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Labs Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. This is the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about vulnerability in business, being vulnerable without being a victim. Now, this training is going to be dis- discussing how to be vulnerable without being a victim. And frankly, I think it's absolutely essential. For those of you guys who are online fitness coaches who want to earn respect with your vulnerability posts instead of getting sympathy, those of you guys that are online fitness coaches that want to grow successful online businesses and you want to share your story, but you also don't want to come across in a way that attracts sympathy. Because the truth is with online coaching, I think that a lot of online coaches struggle because they want to put themselves online, but they don't want to feel like a victim. And in the 10K Coaching Academy, one of the biggest things that we talk about is putting yourself online and like sharing your story and talking about your story. But I think that a lot of online fitness coaches don't want to feel like a victim and they don't want to feel like they're not, they don't look strong or they don't want to see themselves airing their dirty laundry on social media. And frankly, I don't think that's the case. And for those of you guys that aren't practicing vulnerability in your posts, you're going to notice that you're just going to get a lot less engagement on your social media. You know, you're going to get significantly less people that will know you, like you, and trust you because in in order for people to work with you, they need to know you, like you, and trust you. And so you need to be able to share your story. And frankly, it's going to be much harder for you guys as online coaches to close your clients and your retention rates will be a lot lower if you're not sharing your story on your social media. All right. So ultimately, if you're not practicing vulnerability in your social media, you're going to blend in with every other online fitness coach and you're all going to be competing for the same amount of clients because everybody's got, you know, everybody's an online coach. Everybody's got it in their bio. And so if you don't start sharing aspects of your story that connect with your audience and show them who you are as a person, it's going to be really hard for you to grow your coaching business. And so the goal is to be vulnerable, right? Like that's the goal is to share your story. And the goal is also to earn the respect of your audience. And once you do this correctly, once like once you get vulnerable, but you're also earning the respect of your audience, you're going to get significantly higher engagement on all of your social media posts. So once you start sharing aspects of your story in a way that connects with your audience and causes them to pull in, you're going to get a lot more people that will reach out to you and say like, yo, you're changing my life. Like I read your post. Thank you so much. People are going to get to know you and they're going to reach out to you because your post positively impacted them on a deeper level. And it's going to be a lot easier for you to close your clients. You'll have way more leads and people will be excited to invest in you because they feel like they're getting to know you as a person. So vulnerability in your social media posts is so important. Practicing vulnerability in your social media strategy is the easiest way for you to stand out as a clear authority in a very crowded market right? So like, basically, what I want to teach you guys how to do is I want you to imagine there's a sea of online fitness coaches and everybody that's an online fitness coach has a blue shirt on. And I want you to imagine that you just choose to wear a red shirt, like that's what vulnerability does. And so one of the clients that I really like talking about whenever it comes to vulnerability, one of the clients that I really like bringing up, her name is Alex Drachnik. Now, Alex is a client of mine who she's got like 1.3 million TikTok followers. Now she's like turbo famous on the internet. But Alex was the type of client who would only ever post pictures of her at her very best. She would only ever post photos when she looked amazing, when she was done up with a photo shoot. And as a result of only posting photos at her her very best, when people would look at her social media, they would assume that she was always perfect. And that she always had this, her life together, that she had always looked this way and she didn't have any problems. And the one issue with having an image of perfection and trying to appear strong at all times is guess what? Your 
your ideal clients, as in the people that will pay you money for your program, oftentimes they're struggling with some sort of issue in their appearance, in their self-worth, et cetera. And so Alex, she'd get a decent amount of social media engagement, like 20 to 30 likes, but she wasn't getting anybody that was like reaching out and being like, yo, like I want to work with you. And the reason she wasn't getting people that were reaching out that being like, yo, like I'm so interested in working with you is because she had this image of perfection. And so people had a hard time relating to Alex. They had a hard time connecting with her because whenever she posted a photo, she always looked perfect. And so I told her, I'm like, Alex, if you want to start attracting clients on your social media, you need to get vulnerable and you need to share aspects of your story that like might get extremely uncomfortable. That might be like, when I'm talking vulnerability, in your social media posts, I'm talking like, it should feel like you almost want to vomit when you're sharing it because it's personal. Like that's vulnerability and that type of vulnerability will open up doors on social media that you had no idea existed. Like you're going to get more DMs and messages from people that you never would have thought would have happened in your entire life. And so I told her she needed to drop this image of being perfect and she needed to share aspects of her story that might be uncomfortable. Alex wrote a post on social media and that one post booked her four phone calls and she literally posted a photo of her in the morning and she was struggling with her acting. She showed all of her acting and all of her, and she's like, this is actually me. And that one post blew up and booked her four phone calls just because she was able to open up and be relatable and be a human. Now, I'm going to talk about the framework of a post like that. My goal is to give you guys a framework for writing a vulnerability post like that. But first, I want to talk about the mindset, then the framework, right? So we're going to talk about the mindset first behind writing a post like that. And then we're going to talk about the framework. All right. So let's talk about mindset. Now, when you guys are writing a vulnerability post designed to attract clients on social media and share aspects of your story that people might not know, like, I think for us, like, I don't know about you guys, but I personally don't like when people are airing their dirty laundry, right? Like when people go on social media and they talk about all their problems, like their issues, and there's not like a, it's just like, look at all my, pro like my life problems. I personally don't like that. And I think that we all d dislike when somebody posts about something in their, like, that's like airing their dirty laundry. Like if somebody just pu is publicly complaining, that's not attractive. And I think that's why we don't like sharing vulnerable posts because we don't want to be publicly complaining, right? Like if you make a public complaint on your Facebook, like, oh, my boyfriend just broke up with me or whatever the fuck, like some people will reach out, but it's not going to be respect. It's going to be like sympathy. Like, oh, I feel so bad for you. And sympathy does not equal paying client, right? And sympathy does not equal respect. And if we want people to pay us money for our coaching program, then we need to make sure that they respect us. And so whenever we are sharing something on our social media, something personal, something that we might be uncomfortable sharing. It's important to be vulnerable without the pity party. Vulnerable without the pity party, which means this. If you're telling a story about something that's happened to you in your life, you need to tell the story about the situation without putting blame or shaming anybody for it. And so whenever I talk about like my past addictions and the people that I used to hang out with, I don't name specific names of people that I used to hang out with or, right? You, you understand what I'm saying? It's like, I'm telling the truth without blaming or shaming anyone for it. Even when I write posts about my childhood, like I'm never like that person was so mean to me or like this figure was like ruined my life. I never say anything like that. It's like, I'm telling my truth without blaming or shaming. I'm also telling the truth about the situation without sharing names of anyone involved. And so if you're writing a post about somebody that you used to be in a relationship with, as an example, when you're talking about a breakup, don't mention 
mention their name, right? So you want to like be vulnerable without like having a pity party. And so for me, it's like being able to tell the truth as your truth without the pity party, which means like, what did you learn from the situation? How did you get better from the situation? And how is this actually a good thing? And what are you doing to actively work on the situation? In summary, like, like, yes, like you're sharing a vulnerable situation that happened in your life. And we've all had experiences in our life that have literally completely changed our life, our lives. So that's amazing. So sharing your truth like, what did you learn and how do you how did you get better? And how is this actually a good thing? And what are you doing to actively work on it? In summary, how did you emerge victorious from this adversity that you went through? And that's how to be vulnerable without being a victim. A lot of people get this wrong when they're sharing their vulnerable posts because it's only like, oh, this bad thing happened to me. And like, yes, like you need to share the truth, but also like, don't just like, if you want to gain people's respect on social media, I don't think it's just about this bad thing happened to me. It's like this bad thing happened to me. This is what I learned. And this is how I'm emerging victorious. How did you become a champion during this adversity? And that's how you get vulnerable without the pity party. Does this make sense? That's the mindset. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. So the mindset is be vulnerable without the pity party. Like share your truth without the woe is me, right? This is what I went through without I'm a victim. Does that make sense? Okay, so I'm gonna give you guys a five-step framework, right? A five-step framework to writing a vulnerable post, writing a vulnerable post, right? So I'm gonna give you guys a five-step framework, okay? So I'll give you guys the five steps and then we're gonna break each one down. So five steps is to start slow, gradually fall, rock bottom, the climb, and a message of hope. So start slow, gradually fall, rock bottom, the climb, a message of hope. So I'm gonna give you guys an example. So let's start like with a topic like binge eating as an example, okay? So we're gonna pretend that we're talking about binge eating. We always wanna start slow because you don't wanna come in, like for me personally, when I'm writing a really vulnerable post, I like to come in and I like to start a little bit slower. So something like I'm gonna open up and share something that's really hard for me to share, or I'm gonna open up and share something that's super personal. And the reason I think it's important to start slow is it might be hard for you to write, but it's also going to be hard for them to read if it's a personal share. And so starting slow is a really good way to get them invested in the post. Right, so I'm going to open up and share something that's really personal. I'm going to open up and share something that's like tough for me to share. I'm going to open up and share something that really changed my life. It's hard for me to talk about. So starting slow is a really good way to increase relatability because it gives your audience almost like a warning that like an intense post is coming, right? So it's, it makes it instantly more relatable. So I like to start off by starting slow. So now what I do is the second part of writing about binge eating is I gradually fall to the real depths of the situation. And so when you're writing a vulnerable post about something that you went through that changed your life, like a, a moment, like a, a moment of, of adversity that you championed, I think it's important to like gradually fall to the actual depth of the situation. So what I mean by gradually fall is like, if you're talking about like how you overcame your binge eating, talk about how it started and then how it progressed and then progressed towards rock bottom. And so this is what that would look like. It says two years ago, after my fitness competition, I was seriously struggling with my appetite. I was always hungry. No matter how much food I ate, I just couldn't stop thinking about food. I'd always head to the fridge for late night snacks. And who cares? The fitness competition was over anyways. Late night snack sessions turned into overeating throughout the entire day. I would eat until I was full and then I would continue eating. I literally couldn't stop 
stop. I was so hungry. I went from shredded on stage to 30 pounds of body fat in four weeks time. And it was the most embarrassing at the gym because I had literally just stepped on stage and now I couldn't make eye contact with people as they stared at my stomach that popped out when I walked into the gym. So notice how when I read this, you guys, it started slow, right? So it's two years ago after my fitness competition, I was seriously struggling with my appetite. So like started slow and then I gradually progressed into the fall. I was always hungry, late night snack sessions, and then I'd overeat the entire day. I'd always be full. I couldn't stop. I went from shredded to gaining 30 pounds. At the gym, it was the most embarrassing. I just stepped on stage and I gained 30 pounds. Notice how I slowly started to fall to my rock bottom here. Right? It's the gradual progression downwards. It's the downward spiral. Notice also that I didn't blame anyone. So I'm not saying that like my fitness coach didn't reverse diet me properly. You're like my fitness competition that I was entering is unhealthy and they promote blah, blah, blah. It's like, I'm fucking telling my truth here. I was the one that was eating like an asshole, right? So like you, if you want to be vulnerable and you want to be real, you got to like share your story without like being like, oh, that person didn't reverse me properly or that federation fucked my diet or blah, blah. You know what I mean? So be vulnerable without the pity party. And then I talk about, so that's step number two is the gradual fall. Okay. Step number three is like rock bottom as the turning point, right? And so rock bottom as a turning point means this, like there's going to be a point in time in your, in the moment of adversity that you championed, there's going to be a period of time where like, you were like, holy shit, it can't get any worse than this. And I need to make a change. And we've all had moments like that, right? Maybe the moment like that was for you was in a relationship. You were in an abusive relationship and you realize like, nope, I'm fucking done. Like, this is it. Maybe for you, the rock bottom was when you looked at yourself in the mirror and you were 20 pounds overweight and you're like, yeah, I'm fucking over this. Like, I'm making a change. Maybe the rock bottom for you is when you try to chase down your little one and you didn't have the fucking energy, right? And you realize you're like, holy shit. Like, I'm like, I need to change. But what was that like moment for you, right? So for me, this is what my rock bottom looked like. It said, finally, after waking up and looking at myself in the mirror, four weeks into binge eating, I decided that I was like, I needed to get a hand on this. I went to a coach. I hired him. I told him that I'd been binge eating for the last four weeks. I asked him to help me reverse diet. And I became 100% committed to getting on top of solving this problem. It was a problem. I was a binge eater and I was committed to solving it. And so the third part of a vulnerability post, the one that you champion adversity, that's really important. The third part is, is you're talking about like the turning point, right? So first you come in, you're starting slow to increase relatability, and then you're gradually falling to your rock bottom. And then once you're at your rock bottom, you want to talk about the moment that you decided to make a change and why you decided to make that change. And that's like the rock bottom part of the post, right? So once we're at the rock bottom, now we need to climb back up. Now, something I want you guys to, if you're taking notes, write this down. You need to climb as high as you fall. Write that down. If you're taking notes, you need to write that down. You need to climb as high as you fall. Now, a lot of people make the mistake of talking about all the fucking pain that they were in and all the struggle that they went through without climbing just as high as they fell. And so you got to remember, like when you write a post like this, you're causing people to feel certain emotions. If you're talking about depression or anxiety or overeating or binge eating or whatever it is, if you're writing a post like this and I talk about overeating, hating looking at myself in the mirror, et cetera, et cetera, like those words are going to trigger emotions in, in human beings. And so when you're triggering emotions in people, if people read your posts and feel just negative, they're not going to want to read your post very much, right? So for me, in order to write a post that converts, you need to write a post that inspires. And a post that inspires is one that like causes people to feel these like negative emotions, but also causes people to feel the positive emotions. And if you can do that in one fucking post, and then at the end of the post, you end with a message that like, if I can do it, you can do it. That's when you're going to get the DM from somebody that's like, yo, I just read that post and it was like a mind blower. Thank you so much. And so you need to climb as high as you fall. 
online fitness coaches. And so the climb from rock bottom is this. The first week after getting accountable to a coach, I started to make a change. I wouldn't eat until I was stuffed anymore. I weighed in four pounds lighter. I started working harder. I got more committed. And within a month of working with that coach, my appetite was back in control. I was back to looking lean, strong, and healthy. I knew that I had to learn more about emotional eating. I had to learn more about nutrition. And I had to master the things that were holding me back in my fitness journey. That's one of the reasons I became a coach for others, right? So now you're like writing about the climb. You're coming back up and you're starting to feel better. You're starting to feel more confident. You're starting to feel more empowered, right? So you're writing about the gradual climb, the lessons you learn, the confidence you gain, the power you feel. The bottom should have emotions that make people feel down. Like as you're following, you want to like write in emotions like struggling, anxious, you know, feel like, you know, writing, writing in the emotions that are going to make people feel the fall. And then the climb should have emotions that make pe- people feel a sense of like climbing up, confident, empowered, strong, fulfilled, like happy, right? A higher self-esteem. So you want to write those words into your post so that as you fall, people are feeling those emotions. Then as you come up, people are feeling those emotions. And then the fifth thing you want to do is you want to end with a message of message of hope. And so the message of hope is something like this. So if you're reading this post right now and you're struggling with depression or binge eating or anxiety or any other mental struggle that we all go through together, I just want you to know that you're not alone. You know, I've been there. I've struggled with binge eating. I've struggled with depression. I, I know what it feels like to not have a handle on being able to control how much you're eating. And if you're listening to this right now, or if you're reading this right now, I want you to know that I've been there and I've got your back. Signed off, Coach B Mark Fit. So at the end of your post, basically what you want to do is you want to make them feel like they can do it or that they're supported or that they're valued or that they're heard. Guys, posts like this get a crazy crazy amount of engagement on Facebook and Instagram. You will not get a post that gets a higher amount of engagement than a, like a real vulnerable, honest, open, raw share like this. That's it. This is like the number one type of post that you can make on social media. And so I'm going to quickly recap how you would write a post like this. I'm going to quickly recap how you'd write a post like this. All right. So first things first is like the mindset. Like I personally don't like when people are just airing their dirty laundry on social media. Like I just broke up with my boyfriend. I'm so sad. I hate that shit. And so I think it looks like very validation slash attention seeking. And so publicly complaining is not an attractive thing. And so I invite you online fitness coach not to publicly complain. I invite you to be vulnerable without the pity party, which means being vulnerable without blaming people, being vulnerable without blaming circumstance, being vulnerable without shaming the name or sharing the names of anyone involved. Again, telling the truth about whatever situation or adversity that you champion as your own truth without being a victim to the situation. All right. So the framework of a, of a vulnerability post that I believe that's going to start pulling in clients for you as an online fitness coach is to start slow, gradually fall, rock bottom, the climb from rock bottom and end with the message of hope. So the reason you want to start slow is you want to make the post more relatable. Obviously, it's going to be harder for to open up and share something like this. And so you should talk about that because it's going to be hard for your audience to read it too. And so if you have that open and honest relatability at the start of the post is going to make it easier for people to buy in. Then you want to start to gradually fall. That's step two. Gradually following is like, if you're talking about binge eating, you don't want to be like, I was a binge eater and it was the worst. It sucked ass. Like you want to slowly fall. So like start telling, like, how did you start falling into binge eating? What were some of the negative situations that led to it? How did it progress over time? And then how did it get worse and worse? So you want to gradually fall until you get to number three, which is your rock bottom. Now, when you get to rock bottom, you want to talk about the moment that everything changed. Now, everybody has a moment that everything changed. And when you think about your life right now and some of the things that you've had to overcome, I think we all can relate to a moment that like everything changed for us. And so you want to write about that moment where everything changed at your rock bottom and when you started started to turn it around. Then 
after the rock bottom, you have the climb from rock bottom. And so the climb from rock bottom, as you're falling, you want to have negative emotions. And as you're climbing, you want to have positive emotions. And so when you're writing your post, you want to write words like empowered, strong, confident, self-esteem, feeling amazing. As you're starting to climb back from your rock bottom to like champion the adversity that you went through. And at the end, you want to end with a message of hope, right? So your post comes in, you share the depths of your story, you hit rock bottom, you rise to the top, and then you end with a message of hope telling the audience that if you can fucking do it, then they can do it too. Does this make sense? Was this valuable? So guys, that's it. That's how to be vulnerable without the pity party. I think vulnerability posts are one of the most essential posts for you guys to be making on social media. It's absolutely necessary. And so if you guys got value from this podcast, glad you tuned in. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast, the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow successful online business. Again, have the best day of your entire life and I will talk to you soon.